What's going on out there, folks? Today, I'm going to be tying up some loose ends, as I like to call it. Um, I'm going to be going over some releases that I just never talked about from Q1, which is January through March. And I don't have a lot, but I think I have 21 according to my list. And I'm just going to be going through each one. Um, kind of just giving a few thoughts um, on each release and uh, it won't be super detailed or like a song by song. This is probably going to be a quite a short little episode, but um, I figured it was necessary because I've spent a lot of time over the past week kind of going back and just, you know, trying to see if I missed any gems. And for the most part, um, everything that I went back to and found was at least pretty decent. Um, but there were a few that I uh, was just not a huge fan of. Um, the first one being uh, Bad Reputation by Kid Rock. And honestly, this one kind of breaks my rating system because, you know, musically when he does the straight up country slash pop rock soul uh, kind of Bob Seger ripoff thing, it's not that good but it's still kind of tolerable for what it is but you know what kills it for me is just the lyrics trying just too hard uh to be super edgy and it, regardless of the political beliefs I'm not even focused on that it's just you can tell when someone's trying to be an edgelord and it's, it's just not I, I just yeah it, it's it's not the political beliefs it's just the the way you approach it and um yeah just I don't know, it's, it's just kind of tacky, and the rap rock and uh, new metal moments are just, you know, not for me, um, and this thing is just way too long, it's like an hour and a half long, um, that being said, I mean, some of these songs are kind of funny for the meme, I mean, don't tell me how to live with that really uh, goofy chorus, um, me and Hannah have been going back and forth over the last few months since that song came out just uh really horribly imitating that don't tell me how to live um just you know just if you haven't heard it just just look that song up it's it's something but yeah i have that one at one star although i'm not even sure i don't know i i i'm not a huge fan of that one and that's one star out of five if you're new to this and after that, we have Blade and Echo 2K with Crest, uh, which I have at 1.5 out of 5. And I just, I don't, I'm not into this at all. I mean, Echo 2K brings some kind of cool futuristic type instrumentals, but I don't know. I, I just, I just don't like Blade on the vocals and it all kind of runs together too much for my taste. And I just... I had a hard time finishing this thing, so I don't think I'll ever go back to it. Um, next up, we've got Mainstream Sellout by Machine Gun Kelly. And, I mean, this isn't the worst thing I've ever heard. I mean, the instrumentals are just, I don't know, kind of generic and very mid for pop punk. Just kind of what you would hear on any pop punk release nowadays. And... I mean, that being said, Travis Barker is on drums, and 
he's a great drummer. I mean, I just did the Blink-182 episode, so it's nothing against him. Um, it's just, it's hard not to think about how cringy Machine Gun Kelly's personality is the whole time you listen to this. And uh, I like some silly, goofy pop punk stuff, but something about this is just slightly off to me. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to be dramatic and say this is the worst thing ever. There are people who are completely shitting all over it and saying it's like the worst thing that's come out this year or whatever. And I mean, I don't think it deserves that, but I don't think it's anything special either, uh, which is why I have it at a two out of five. And going up from there, we have Diaspora Problems by Soul Glow. I just... I don't know. I, I wanted to like this because I heard about it on a podcast I listened to. Um, one of the hosts was praising the album and saying it was a cool, just refreshing album for the hardcore genre. And I will say I do like the instrumentals, but the vocals just really do not do it for me, unfortunately. Um, but I can appreciate anyone, you know, pushing hardcore into new realms, but this instance specifically just doesn't work for me um if we were talking about just the instrumentals this would be like a four out of five but i really can't get into the vocals so that brings it down quite a bit so i overall have it sitting at a two out of five next up we've got amen by get well soon um i'm so just indifferent to this album i have it at a 2.5 out of five um I mean, we're getting into some of the better stuff that I listen to, but it's still, I don't know, I, I'm not super impressed by it. It's a pretty decent mix of piano ballads, alt-rock, and some kind of 80s new wave-inspired moments. Um, I can't really get into it that much, but I mean, it's not objectively terrible. I'm just, like I said, just very down the middle on it. I have no strong feelings whatsoever, which is why it's just smack dab in the middle, 2.5 out of 5. Then we have the Boo Radleys with Keep On With Falling, uh, which I have at 3 stars out of 5. Um, we've got some pleasant jangle pop um, with this one. Apparently this band was pretty acclaimed back in the 90s. Um, I'd kind of like to go back and hear stuff from their actual prime because this isn't too bad. I, I kind of like it, and I can hear, like, where I would be able to, you know, dig something a little bit better out of the band um, if I went back and listened to their, like, older, acclaimed stuff. So, um, yeah, I've got this one at a very light 3 out of 5. I, I do kind of like it. I'm not sure how much I'm going to go back to it, but it's still pretty decent. Then we have Strictly a One-Eyed Jack by John Mellencamp. Um, and I have one question. Um, does every old classic singer-songwriter guy start doing the deep, raspy uh, kind of voice late in his career? Um, I don't know, um, but it seems to happen a lot. And I'm kind of shocked that this is the same guy who did, you know... Um, Ain't even done for the night, and uh, I don't know, I, I kind of like some moments on this, um, like the first few songs, I remember thinking this is kind of nice, kind of had like a, uh, maybe more accessible kind of Tom Waits vibe, 
but I don't know, like Tom Waits talking like the, the later albums, not like his first few where he actually sang like in a more, you know, a voice that people actually don't, you know, get so split on either hating or loving. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not like super crazy about this album, but I do kind of like the first few songs and like there's maybe like something pretty good inside of this but it just kind of goes on too long and by the end I'm kind of like all right I get it um I've got this one also at a light three out of five moving on from there we've got Warm Chris by Aldous Aldous Harding I'm not sure how to say that um no strong feelings towards this one either, um, but I have it at a three out of five. Uh, some pleasant singer-songwriter type stuff with a pretty obvious Joni Mitchell, Nico, etc. kind of influences. Um, her voice is really relaxing. Um, pretty pleasant stuff, but you know, like the last few I've been talking about, just nothing that I'm gonna like seek out a whole lot. So yeah. Going up from there, we've got Three Dimensions Deep by Amber Mark. Um, and, you know, there's nothing on here that blows my socks off, but there's nothing negative to say about it either. It's a uh, pretty pleasant neo-soul R&B type stuff, and she's got a great voice. Um, I kind of think of this in the same world as something like SZA. Um, I wouldn't complain if this was something that was buzzing on the radio these days. Um, again, not an album I would go back and listen to in full, but maybe would pick a few songs from it. Um, overall, it's just a little bit too long for me, and I kind of get the point after a while, but, you know, it's it's fine. Um, if this sounds interesting to you, it, 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 you might like it more than me, but I don't dislike it either. I, I do kind of like it, which is why I've got it at a 3 out of 5. Then we have American Girl by Kilo Kish. And, um, we're getting a little bit better here. Um, still nothing I'm crazy about, but we've got some pretty interesting boundary-pushing alternative R&B with really cool, playful production. Um, another album that I kind of like more in the first few songs. Um, you've got a really great run with those, and then kind of starts to lose me in the second half, but, you know, overall, it's still a pretty fun album, and, um... I'd like to give it another chance at some point. Um, again, we're getting into the stuff that's like getting a little bit more interesting to me. Um, but yeah, we're not quite out of the three, 3.5 star range yet. Um, the next album, I'm kind of split on whether I would give it a three or a 3.5. Um, and this one is How Is It That I Should Look at the Stars by The Weather Station. And, you know, this is exactly how I felt about uh, last year's album from the weather station ignorance I think is what it was called and um, I don't know this record is just one of those records that sort of all blends together but I mean not in a bad way I mean it feels like one solid piece it feels like every song is kind of the same song but I mean that one song that seems to get repeated over and over is a really it, it not a really good song but it's a good song and she does have a delightful, gentle voice, and, you know, the piano is nice, kind of somber, yet comforting at the same time. Uh, feels pretty appropriate for, like, a late summer, early fall, cloudy day, 
where it's kind of windy outside and you know you're just in like a really introspective kind of you're just in one of those head spaces you know um and maybe i'll revisit this later on in the year when i do find myself in that headspace. uh yeah i've got that one somewhere in between a three and a 3.5 i'm i might say 3.5 fuck it um but yeah then we've got Impera by Ghost, my very first Ghost record, and it's a pretty good one. Um, I really like how they blend these dark kind of metal aesthetics with this like metal type influence, and they they take that and you know piece it with this really fun pop sound. I've sort of heard people call them like the monkeys of like the metal world. I mean the music. I mean, there's definitely metal elements. I, I feel kind of weird calling it straight up metal, but at the same time, I'm not like a, not much of a metal head. Not that I don't like metal. I just don't know that much about it. It's one genre that I'm just a little bit in the dark on. Um, so, you know, if this is so far away from metal that, you know, saying that this has metal aesthetics, then, you know, just, just shoot me in the, the comments of this or not the comments or However you're going to interact with this, um, just shoot me there. Um, just put me out of my misery. And uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I've got this one also in between a 3 and a 3.5. Um, kind of want to check out their other stuff and see if maybe there's something I would like a little bit more than this. After that, we're getting into the pretty good stuff. Uh, we're at a definite 3.5 out of 5 now with I Know Nico by Nico. I'm not too sure what this is exactly or necessarily where it came from, um, but it, from what I gather, it's a DJ's record with just a lot of fun rap features on uh, the album. Uh, pretty wide array of different ones. Um, I should have written down every single one in my notes, but the ones that I would definitely go back to are uh, the Tyler one and the Pharrell one, but especially the Tyler one, uh, Come On Let's Go, is honestly one of my favorite songs of the year and um, is a big reason like that I realized that I actually kind of liked this album because I heard that song and then went back and listened to the rest and I was like, okay, I, I think this is a pretty fun record. Um, and yeah, definitely check out Come On Let's Go. Um, Honestly, sounds like it belonged on Call Me If You Get Lost. Um, sounds just like a unreleased track from that. Um, yeah, just kind of going on with the same vibe, the same kind of mixtape vibe from that album. And just, um, yeah, it's, it's a perfect song. And the rest of the songs on here are either pretty good to, you know, really good. And uh, overall, I'm sitting at a 3.5, like I said. Then we've got a Bibio sound machine with electricity. Um, pretty cool little record. Um, there's a lot of fun songs on here, blurring the lines between Afro funk, electro pop, and disco. Uh, would honestly be a pretty great record to throw on in the background of like a little house party or something. Um, and apparently, Hot Chip, who uh, actually used to be one of my favorite bands, and I still really love them, and I just haven't listened to them in a long time. Um, they played a pretty big part in making this album. Uh, I think they helped with production, if I remember correctly. Um, and I can definitely hear that, just knowing some of the older Hot Chips stuff. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to want to come back to this one a little bit more. And on top of that, Hot Chips uh, now announced an album for release, I think, in August. Um, so, yeah, I'll get around to that when that comes out for sure. So, yeah, that's a Bibio sound machine with electricity, and I've got that at a 3.5. Next up, we've got Famously Alive by Gorilla Toss. Um... I wasn't too sure about this band at first. I believe one of the songs from this album showed up in my Discover Weekly when I was doing the Discover Weekly episodes. Um, I wasn't too sure about them, but I have come around to them uh, quite a bit. I um, thought this was a pretty good record. I've got it at a 3.5, and, um, you know, I thought it was a pretty fun listen. Um, I feel like they're kind of taking indie pop into brand new directions, carrying the torch for, like, your star fuckers and 2000s acts like that, um, kind of feels like taking those elements of just really fun, just experimental, but also accessible kind of indie pop music, and, you know, translating that into, uh, excuse me, something that works for a 2022 kind of context, um, and this is another one that I want to keep coming back to, um, because like I said, wasn't a huge fan of this band at first, but once I actually listened to this whole thing, I was like, okay, I hear you. So yeah, that one I've got at a 3.5 out of 5, and I might get judged for my next one. Um, uh, I've got Higher by Michael Buble at a 3.5 out of 5, and I mean, is it anything phenomenal or groundbreaking? No, but Dude, it's, it's Michael Buble, or Michael Bubbly, as I like to call him as a joke. Uh, his voice is good. The vibes are good. Every song makes you feel like you're in a Lexus or Rolex commercial or something. Um, I really like his versions of uh, Make You Feel My Love and Bring It On Home To Me. It's a pretty fun little record. I mean, the dude's got a good voice. You really can't say anything negative about this music I mean it's not offensive at all it's just kind of like it's just kind of there um don't know if I would listen to it all the time but it, it, it's pleasant I mean don't judge me go listen to the Michael Bubbly album um like I said 3.5 then we've got From a Bird's Eye View by Corday and I'm kind of shocked I missed this in January. It's a pretty ambitious, trap-laced hip-hop project with a pretty stacked list of features. Um, Westlake High is an absolutely killer track. Love the sample on that. Um, might come back to this one a few more times. I've got this one at a 3.5 out of 5. After that, let's see here. After that, we've got River Fools and Mountain Saints by Ian No. And, man, there's some heavy John Prine influence on here. I mean, even down to the voice, when I was listening to this album, I was driving, and I was kind of zoning out, and I was like, for a second, I felt like I was listening to like a young John Prine. Um, and I'm sure uh, that influence is definitely there. I mean, I don't have to research this album to even know that He's a fan of the guy. It's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, this is a pretty good album, and the the you know the John Prine thing is very tastefully done. The songwriting is very good. 
Um, the guy's got such an old soul quality to him. Um, you know, pretty nice little country record. I am a fan, and I've got it at a 3.5 out of 5. Let's see. Keep losing my place. Number three, or next up, we have Bronco Mataya. I think that's how you say it, with Over Fields and Mountains. This is a really delightful listen. Um, and while I probably won't mention it for any end of year rankings, uh, because it's technically just uh, an archival release of stuff recorded in the 70s, it's still really cool to hear this slice of Slavic uh, slash Serbian folk music from the time. Uh, it's really great music to get lost in your head to. Honestly, it would be really cool to listen to in the mountains or something, just like in a, a cabin away from a bunch of people. It's really like, I don't know, it's just good kind of zoning out and thinking music. Um, I'm a fan. I've been playing it around the house um, quite a bit uh, since it came out. And I remember one of the songs from it actually came up on my Discover Weekly, like the uh, Gorilla Toss I mentioned earlier. And I, I liked that song a lot that showed up. I can't remember which one it was now. But uh, yeah, this is a pretty cool little record. Um, pretty cool uh, slice of time, uh, slice of a certain place. Um, kind of getting me into some music that I wasn't super aware of. I mean, I knew it existed, but had never listened to a legitimate release full of this kind of music. Uh, so yeah, uh Nice little record, four out of five. I, I really like it. Then we've got Conway the Machine with God Don't Make Mistakes, and he sure doesn't. Um, more solid East Coast hip-hop stuff. The first release on Eminem's new record label, uh, I believe it's called Shady Records. Um, I really like this album. Uh, Conway has a lot of thoughtful, introspective lyrics, and the production is top-notch. Really love the song Tear Gas. Uh, such a killer tune. Um, been playing it on repeat since I heard it for the first time. Um, love Lil Wayne's feature on that song. Um, and this is an artist that I'm honestly going to have to go back and uh, listen to the rest of his stuff and get a little bit more into and read on him a little bit because I was really impressed with this album. Um, again, I mean, maybe nothing that's going to end up in my top records of the year, but still pretty solid. I've got it at a 4 out of 5. And then lastly, uh, at the top, we've got Your Old Droog Wave or Yod Wave by Your Old Droog. And I've got this one at 4 out of 5 as well. Uh, I'm not going to get to any 4.5s. Um, maybe this can make, it, uh, make its way up to that at some point, but you know, right now I'm not feeling anything above a four. Um, it's some solid throwback East Coast hip-hop type stuff, uh, like the last record I mentioned. Uh, Scooby Snacks is one of the best songs I've heard in a while. The first time I heard it in the car, when I heard that sample, I was like, ooh, damn, that's good. Um, and I love uh, Makami's uh, feature on it of him singing uh, Donna by Richie Valens. It's a really cool, kind of touching little part. And it's just a really cool song. Uh, and this is a really cool little EP or album. I'm not sure exactly what it is. It's pretty short. I think it's only like 20 minutes. Um, but really love his personality on it. And uh, every song has a lot of really memorable, quotable lines. 
And overall, it's just really great kind of throwback, cruising with the windows down type of music. And, you know, that's that's kind of the kind of vibe I need with, uh, you know, spring starting now and the weather's been so much nicer. And, um, you know, I'm probably going to throw this one on quite a bit when I'm just driving around town and uh, just want something chill, um, something with some kind of funny lines, something kind of motivating. It's got all of that. Uh, it's a good vibe record. And uh, yeah, like I said, four out of five. And that's going to tie up the loose ends for Q1. Later this week, I've got my April 2022 recap. Um, got a few more releases coming out on Friday. Kind of want to listen to those and let those sit with me uh, for a minute. And uh, yeah, then I'm going to put that episode out. So yeah, that's going to do it for this one. Uh, like I said, a bit of a short one, um, but thank you for uh, all the support. Thank you for listening. Uh, sorry for putting up with me. Not really not really being able to speak worth a shit tonight. Um, doing my best. I'm a little bit tired from work. Um, but yeah, thanks for understanding and peace.